You're listening to the Profit Lovers Podcast, where profit is not a dirty word. I'm Melanie Miller. Consider this your business safe space, where we take a BS-free approach to building a profitable business, one that's also livable, it fits into your lifestyle, and it's lovable. You actually enjoy it. Well, most days anyway. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hi there, profit lovers. This is my first attempt at something that I'm going to be quite honest, I had no intention of ever doing. I have never been someone who has dreamed about having my very own podcast. No, no, no. Firstly, I had no idea how. I assumed it was going to be really complicated. I thought you had to do a lot of playing with sound levels and stuff. I didn't Google it. I didn't look into it. It just really wasn't on my radar. And I assumed it was really difficult. And then my lovely friend, Carolee Fontanelli, invited me to her office and said, I'm going to show you this process and you can talk underwater. So you're then going to go and start recording your own podcast. I am also not a consistent person. Consistency is not one of my superpowers. And podcasts, well, if you want to build up listeners, you kind of got to be consistent. So this is really going to challenge me. Now, let me tell you why I am in your ears right now, because I know you're listening going, cool story, Melanie, but here you are on a podcast in my ear holes. Well, it's because I am a terrible traffic creator. I'm not somebody who's good at putting myself out there and creating traffic back to my website. I don't particularly love SEO, so no one's organically finding me. And I don't really love building up social media. Uh, Facebook ads are expensive. They can be pricey. And I'm just not good at it, right? My approach to being visible, building up traffic to my website, getting new subscribers, building the Profit Lovers community has always been to focus on low numbers but really high interaction. And so with a really small subscriber list, I have been very successful, but I really want to grow that list now. You'll notice I do high touch point things within my business, within my marketing. If you purchased from me the Plan and Track Ultimate, it was for a sale. It still is technically, but I was heavily promoting that from October to February. If you purchased, you would have got a little personalized bonjoro from me, a little video, a bonjoro is a little video. Um, check them out after the podcast. They're really cool, uh, cool company, but you basically would have received a little video from me into your inbox that said, Hey, Kate, Hey, Julie, thanks so much for buying the plan and track ultimate. And if you've got any questions, let's connect over on Instagram. And so because I have a small number or I focus on small numbers, I'm able to do really cool things like that. And I don't want that to stop. However, I do know I do need to build my traffic and I need to build my online presence. Over the past six months, I decided that I really was going to put a huge effort into being featured on other people's podcasts. This is actually a really embarrassing story. I'm going to cringe a lot here. Basically what happened, I put together what I think is a really beautiful podcast speakers profile 
and I had my list of podcasts I would love to be on. I researched it. I subscribed to them all. I listened to lots of their episodes and followed them on social media. And then I emailed them and asked them if I could be on their podcast. It was very customized approach, but people didn't want me. So either they didn't email me back, they left me hanging, they ghosted me, or they just sent an email back that said, we love you, we love what you do, but we're not looking for guests right now. And so it's been a little bit of, I'm going to say a little bit of a humiliating experience. I've been in business for 10 years now, and I have so much knowledge and experience, but uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you that it's my fault because I have not been building my online presence or my online visibility. So a lot of these people that I was approaching have never heard of me, despite the fact that I've been around for, well, it'll be 11 years in May, right? It's all my fault. It's not their fault. It is because I haven't done the things that I should have done as a woman in business. I don't talk about my success. I never talk about my earnings. I don't talk about the successes of my clients. I don't even really gather or share testimonials. In fact, last week was my first time and I didn't do it. One of my team did it because I just hate, 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 hate putting myself out there like that so much. But we finally got a testimonials process and started getting feedback from my clients None of this putting myself out there or getting client feedback or testimonials or talking about my success financially or my earnings or anything like that. It's just kind of not in my DNA. It's not something that occurs to me, really. Yet, if you're one of my clients, I'm going to make you do it. Weird, huh? Do as I say, don't do as I do. So basically no one outside the profit lovers knows who the fudge I am or the success I have achieved. And it's all my freaking fault. So getting on podcasts has been tough and I guess a lot of run by business coaches too. So maybe that's, you know, a little bit of a conflict of of interest for them as well. So I kind of, after hearing nothing for six months from many of the good podcasts out there, radio silence after contacting them two or three times or getting a very nice polite email that was like, thank you, but no, thank you. I got really upset and I took my bat and ball, decided I didn't want to play anymore. I'm going home. And then one of my dear friends who's been pushing me to do a podcast now for years said, well, if only there was a way that you could create your own podcast and skip all the BS and just get out there and do it yourself. And I was like, yeah, right. I get it. So now's the time. And here I am naked and afraid on a podcast. Will people listen? Will they subscribe? Will this ultimately drive traffic to my site and build my subscriber list? Who knows? But here we are, and I'm going to give it a red hot crack. Now, I hope while you're listening to me bear all about how much I suck at building an online presence and how butthurt I got, (laughs) my feelings got because nobody wanted to have me on their podcast. I shouldn't say nobody. I've had some wonderful women invite me on their podcast. So I'm being a little bit 
dramatic here, but not as many as I would have liked. Now, if you are listening to me, is it making you think a little bit about your own online presence? Is it something that you're working on? Are you visible online? Do people know you exist? Would I know you existed? Is it something that you actively work at and are you doing enough or is it not really your thing? When I think about all the clients I work with, often when I say to them, do you know what would be great? It would be great if you went online and you actually showed somebody your product or your service. If you walked them through the process, if you showed them around your warehouse or your office, or you demonstrated how to do something specific that you're really great at. And they will always say to me, I've had that on my list forever. I just haven't gotten around to doing it. So if that sounds familiar, maybe listening to me is going to be your prompt to put yourself out there and do these kinds of things that are going to help build up your visibility, right? Now, if you market to or work with introverts or you live with one or one of your kids is an introvert or your husband is an introvert or your partner, and we are all surrounded by both extroverts and introverts, right? And if that's the case, have you thought about how you connect with them? Definitely in my business, I know I attract people like me, so I have to work extra hard to shove them into the spotlight. Now, the irony of that, of now me shoving myself into the spotlight is totally not lost on me. Once again, I'm very good at telling other people what to do, not so good at taking my own advice. But it is something that we need to think about, even in terms of the contractors you use or the staff that you use. Are you working with introverts or extroverts? We kind of work so differently, right? Now, not everyone needs to put themselves out there. And I am all about building businesses that work with your personality traits, your strengths, and they don't force you to do things that are fundamentally totally uncomfortable for you. Nobody can build a business that's totally lovable when they're spending their days doing things that just make them feel awful or uncomfortable or icky. But we could all do with a little bit of online visibility. And I'm going to talk in a moment about why I think it's really important that us more introverted ladies put ourselves out there more in front of people. But first, if you're an introvert like me, or you know introverts, and you want to better understand them, I just want to make this point. We're not always socially challenged. I had a career where all I did was talk to people that I didn't know. And I didn't have any problem with that, right? I have spoken on stages with hundreds of people watching and listening, and it's not a problem for me to do that. Clearly, I'm a talker, right? It's not that I'm so introverted that I have a lack of confidence or I'm super shy. It's not that at all. And for a lot of introverted business owners, that can be the assumption, right? That we're just too shy to put ourselves out there. And if you are like me and you're a bit introverted, you might be thinking, how do I even make my business work when I can't really compete with the people with the big personalities? And I often feel like that, right? So for me, I'm not shy. I'm not reserved. I just don't get my energy from being around large groups of people or meeting strangers. And the worst thing you can do is put me in a room full of strangers and expect me to make small talk. 
it's so draining. I find it really, really, really draining. It's such a misconception, right? That introverts are shy or socially awkward. Sometimes we just tend to turn inwards instead of looking for external stimulation. Now, back to why it's really important that us introverts put ourselves out there into the world and that extroverts take notice. I know a lot of stuff about business, right? I've been doing this for a long time. I work very, very specifically with women who really want to create profit and increase profit in their businesses, but they want to do it in a way that feels authentic. They also want a business that is profitable, but it's livable and it's lovable. It fits into their life and they're going to enjoy it. And I have had a lot of people, a lot of business owners whose lives have been changed for the better because of the work that we've done together. But if I don't push my message out there and if I'm not visible online, which is where everybody goes to find the solutions to to the pain points that they have, to find the products or the offers that are going to help them with whatever it might be that they're looking for. Everybody's going online, right? And so if I don't push my message out there and I'm not visible online, then the only people that my customer base are going to hear from are the ones that are really extroverted. The ones who put themselves into your social media feeds and they're on the podcast you listen to and they're writing the books that you read and maybe their knowledge isn't as good as mine. Maybe women who are struggling with profit, but still want to have that balance of lovable and livable business. Maybe they're flocking to these extroverts and maybe these extroverts are giving them advice that's crappy. I don't know. I'm not suggesting that extroverts give crappy advice, obviously. But what I'm saying is there is a whole group of people out there that aren't visible online because they don't put themselves out there that have a wealth of incredible, amazing and life-changing advice and offers and products. I know so many incredible women whose voices aren't being heard because like me, their online visibility sucks. Uh, I was talking to a client today, Jodi from The Empowered Educator. She has built a business that generates 40 to 50K per month on autopilot. She has built out the most incredible business. She has the most incredible and complicated sales funnels, and it has taken her years and she has really worked at this. And she now has this hugely profitable business that is incredibly impressive. But does she talk about it? Nope. This woman, I'm telling you, she is incredibly impressive, but you would never know she even exists or that she's successful as she is because she isn't one to talk about it. She is an introvert. She likes to be in her home office. She likes to be creating content for her community, creating offers for her community, but she isn't visible online. In fact, today I went through her social media and pointed out to her that there isn't even a photo of her on her Instagram or on her Facebook. So there's no person behind the business that people can really connect with. She's such a quiet achiever and I wish and hope that she will put herself out there more because I know that there are so many other profit lovers out there that would love to hear more about how she's done what she's done. Let me tell you about one of my other clients who has built a million dollar business, a product-based business while she's been traveling around Australia in a van with her husband and her two kids 
who were, who were under five at the time. Now, how cool is that? We would do coaching sessions and she would be pulled up and they'd be like red dirt swirling around her. And I'd say to her, where the heck are you? And she'd be in some tiny town somewhere in WA and she would have driven to whatever spot she could pick up a bit of Wi-Fi so we could do our session together. Now, once again, this is a million dollar plus business. It's so cool, but she's a really quiet achiever. So she has no online visibility, doesn't share her story. And actually, I find that a lot of these women who are building really impressive businesses behind the scenes, because they do tend to keep to themselves and they're fairly quiet, fairly introverted. They don't really join mastermind groups and things like that, that they don't realize that what they've created is incredibly impressive. They kind of think that everyone else is doing amazing things and that they don't really have anything to share. So maybe some of this podcast needs to be about throwing them into the limelight so that you can hear their stories, right? So I guess here I am putting myself out there, building my personal brand and increasing my online visibility. So we know that about me, but let's throw this question back to you yet again. Is anything that I'm saying making you think about how much you're putting yourself out there? Is there some element of what I'm saying that really resonates with you? Do you have videos that you've already recorded, but you've just never published? Or have you thought about demoing your product or your service or showing people more of the inner workings of your business, but haven't been confident enough, or you've just put it on the back burner because it didn't seem that important. I hope listening to me will have you pushing, publish or posting something that will help people get to know more about you. You don't need to start a podcast. You don't need to go live on Instagram every single day or do that like weird, awkward stuff on TikTok and like Instagram reels. My sister is my content creator and she just keeps sending me all of these reels about how people have gained, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers by using reels. It's so awkward to me. I can't see myself doing it. It's just awkward, awkward, awkward. All the more power to you if you can do that though. I'm not saying everyone's awkward. I'm saying for me, I would be awkward uh, in that context. But to be seen, you can start really small. I think for me, one of the best things that I did was I joined a couple of informal masterminds. These are not paid groups. They're just two different groups of ladies that get together. I have one where we meet once a month and one where we meet every three weeks. One's very much based on us being accountable to each other. The other is we bring an issue that we're having. Maybe it's sales page conversions or lead magnets or something to do with online business. And we talk about, you know, what's worked for us, what hasn't, and any suggestions that anyone can kind of offer up. And in both of those groups is a good mix of both introverts and extroverts and actually probably more extroverts than introverts. And I have really, really, really benefited from being surrounded by impressive women. So that's something that you can do too, is think about who you can connect with, who you can start having conversations with that might help you build up your confidence. Uh, One of the groups that I'm in the girls were so incredibly supportive of me 
launching my own podcast, the minute I said to them, I remember the call, I said, hey guys, my question for you this week is podcasts. Should I? And before I even finished the sentence, they were like, yes. And that was it for them. Decision was made. I was doing it. And I'm really, really thankful for that, right? I think we've got to remember that people buy from people. And when you're visible, you get to really build that know, like, and trust factor into your marketing. People are more likely to purchase from you if they feel like they know you and if they feel like they like you and if they think that they can trust you. If you're a product-based business, I think a lot about Zoe Foster Blake's products and how she is so visible in her businesses. So she's got go-to skincare. She still shows up and she's seen, but she's not necessarily the face of go-to. So I feel like she's got the perfect balance for a product-based business of saying, hey, this is my brand, this is my business, but she and herself isn't the business. I hope that makes sense. Let people in on your story. If you're a service-based business, I don't think we have any other option than to be visible online anymore. Online is where it is at, my little profit-loving beauties, and we have to be there. I think it's just part of business now. It's also one of the biggest advantages that we have as micro or small business owners, we do get to really connect. Target can't connect like that. McDonald's can't connect like that, right? So we should also be using it to our advantage. All right, profit lover, that is enough from me today. Thank you so much for stopping by my very first podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, then please leave me a review so that I know that I'm not just a weirdo sitting alone in her office at 11 p.m. in her jammies, sweating profusely because the fan kept getting picked up by the microphone, talking to herself, using pricey equipment. Please let me know I'm not nuts and I'm not just listening to my own voice here. And if you're so inclined, come visit me on Instagram, tag me or share a comment on one of my latest posts. Because as I said before, one of the things I really love about my business and how I've structured it is I love the idea of this smaller number of subscribers and followers and people that I can connect with on a one-to-one basis. So I want to be able to follow you. I want to see what your business does. I want to see you share more about yourself. I want to get to know you in a totally non-weird stalkerish way. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, Profit Lover, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do leave a review so other women just like you can find the Profit Lovers podcast. And I'd love it if you subscribed so you never miss an episode. And finally, always remember that profit isn't a dirty word.